Hello and welcome on The Barricades. It's the podcast produced by Eastern European journalists and academics. I am your host, Maria Cernat, and with me, as usual, the Bulgarian-born Polish journalist, Bojan Stanislavski. Thank you for being here with us. Hi, thanks. So, very interesting things happening in Poland since... Um, there was a very interesting law. The BBC announced that Polish probe into Russian influence, and this <laughs> angers the EU. The EU has threatened to take action against Poland after MPs approved a new commission, which would bar people from public office for links to Russia. Approved by Poland's parliament last week, the commission will probe alleged Russian interference between 2007 and 2022. This is very, very interesting. First of all, why this period? Why not go back to the origins? Maybe one, you know, 2000 and 2002. Why 2007 and 2022? Well, that's... That's question. Okay. why would it anger the EU since, uh, you know, they are so prone always to maintain that the Russian propaganda is so dangerous and we have to fight it and the Russian influence is so nefarious and all over the place and you never could be too careful. And now the Polish government is doing what it's supposed to do, trying to investigate, really investigate and I'm asking you this, Boyan, because for a very long time, this was just rhetoric pyrotechnics to smear people. You are a Russian agent, you are Russian collaborators, oh, Russian propaganda is the boogeyman, and we have to take every action possible to defend ourselves from it. And now the Polish are doing, you know, serious, uh, are making serious steps in this uh, regard and they are willing to investigate truly investigate and take actions against people that who allegedly collaborated with russia why the anger you know have to be able to understand uh, i cannot that... hear you boyan i cannot oh. hear you so you might want to unmute yourself because you explained this very right right very can you hear me now now I can hear you, yes. Okay, okay. I apologize uh, for the technical mishap. So uh, you got to be able to understand the kind of convoluted ways of thinking in the European unions with regards not only to Russian propaganda, but to pretty much anything that they tackle. Uh, but when it comes to Russian propaganda, it's like we fight the Russian propaganda. Ursula von der Leyen fights, combats Russian propaganda, or Reinders, or Timmermans, or, you know, they are the people who are entitled to do that. Not the you know, fascistic, dictatorial, right-wing populist, uh, you name it, Polish government that they don't like. This government is not entitled to do that, uh, or at least they should not be acknowledging it, I guess. Uh, And of course, there's another element here. Now, uh, the Polish government is actually putting them in a very uncomfortable situation because it's doing exactly, or it's saying exactly what what you explained they are doing. And this is how they are, of course, presenting it. Like, well, you talk so much about Russian propaganda. Why are you against it? We're taking it seriously now, right? I mean, we're investigating Russian influence over the course of the last 15 years or something like that, right? So, uh, 
you don't expect really from the European Union uh, any kind of coherent argumentation against anything, really. And especially when it comes to Poland, I, I think we've... No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, when it comes to Poland, I've heard so many contradictory statement, statements from all those people that I actually you know, mentioned already um, that I don't really... I, I, I think they've lost it. In a sense, they've lost any kind of sense of need of rational argumentation and this is only playing into the hands of law and justice because law and justice is able to constantly point their finger at the European Union and say, like, you see, those people are mad. I mean, they would say one thing today, another thing tomorrow. They would criticize us for not doing things that we are actually doing right now. And they criticize us even more. Uh, they borrowed money in our name. They force us to pay you know, back the loans, the, the, the monthly installments, but they don't give us the money that we help them borrow in our name and for us as well. Uh, they keep meddling in our judicial system and they don't allow us to complete the reforms. I'm against those reforms, quote unquote, by the way. But, you know, this is how they present it, right? So the European Union has mm -hmm. lost a lot, a lot of its credibility. And, you know, even... The pro-European politicians in Poland, they like to wave this banner of, oh, but the polls show that the Polish are 80%, you know, in favor of us being, remaining in the European Union and being part of the European family and the European project and all the rest of it. That's true, but that's very superficial because when you ask people actually if they agree with this or that, that the European Union is suggesting or is trying to, uh, you know, make, make certain decisions compulsory with regards to diesel cars, with regards to uh, many, uh, like, you know, energy uh, sources uh, and, and, and all kinds of other, you know, matters, that if you ask them whether they agree with this, the 90% say no. I want to I use my diesel car after 1932. I want to, you know, be able to consume meat which is not grown. I want to be able to, you know, consume flesh that's cut out of a, of a real animal and so on and so forth. Now, you can discuss whether those desires on the part of the Polish public are good or bad. We can have a debate about it, but this is an entirely different conversation. Now we're talking about the European Union versus Poland. And I think that the European Union bureaucrats, they only take the superficial for granted. They say, we can do with Poland whatever we want. We can treat the Polish government however we want, because the people are eventually going to turn against the government, because what is going to prevail is their sentiment for Europe. You know, And no, it's it's not going to be like that. Mm -hmm. Events already show that, but they, they still don't seem to, to be able to grasp this. Okay, now why 27 to, to uh, what, 2007 to 2022, right? So 2007 yeah. is the year when uh, Donald Tusk's party, you know, the former European Council uh, director or head, or I don't know <laughs> what the function is officially called, the guy leading it, basically. Uh, and, uh, and one of the favorite, most favorite darlings of, you know, the neoliberal establishment worldwide, but mostly, of course, in the European Union and his party, Civic Platform, uh, they, they started their two-term reign in Poland. So from 2007, Donald Tusk began, began, began sorry, to, to rule and has been in power until 2015. Okay, so two terms, long, uh, you know, a, a kind of long howl. And uh, it was, and, and now they claim, the, the government claims that during this period, 
uh, Donald Tusk and his party and his friends and his acolytes, you know, the politicians of the civic platform and their media syndicate, they have been in cahoots. They had been in cahoots with Russia and they've done kind of very, very uh, uh, serious harm to the Polish economy, to Polish politics, to, you know, Polish society, of course, as well. Uh, so, of course. Like a very clever move, I would say, because they are accusing the ones that are deemed to be the perfect anti-Russians, the darlings, as you call them, of the neoliberal elites in Europe, and that, and they try to link them to Russia. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a clever move, right? Very clever. And also, also, they extended this period from 20, you know, 2007, 2015. Uh, sorry, 2007, 2015. That's when Civic Platform was in power, but they extended it to 2022 in order to kind of convey a message that it's a, you know, we're not only going to investigate the Civic Platform, we're going to investigate our people too. Because we've been so they they want to present it as if this is like an objective body that is going to you know reveal the truth Definitely. And, and enlighten enlighten the uh, the public. So of course this is this is uh, theatrics and fakery. This has nothing to do with the declared goals of the whole thing. Uh, I think this law, by the way, is ridiculous because uh, I can't quite understand how are you going to have an extra judicial body that is going to convict people i mean how is this going to be possible and it's going to prevent them from taking uh, positions public positions basically participating to the full extent in the public life i mean this is completely unconstitutional this is completely illegal this is mad you know it's like uh, it, it makes no sense i mean it's ludicrous on its face but of course who cares like after seven years of this rampage you know, against the, creating bodies which are completely unconstitutional, uh, devastating the constitutional court, attempting to devastate the high court, uh, declaring war on judges and prosecutors. And, you know, those judges and prosecutors who are against law and justice are now forming all kinds of NGOs, which are almost like political parties, which is degradating the, the, the entire judicial system. Like, I really don't want to, I, I don't like what law and justice is doing, but I even more dislike judges who are supposed to be objective, you know, analysts of incidents, criminal incidents and other incidents which are regulated by law um, or consequences of which should be regulated by law. And, and, and they, they, you go to their Twitter account or their Facebook account and you can see political manifests there against the government. I mean, this is a very, very unhealthy situation that we have right now. Uh, and of course, then you have prosecutors and judges who are very obedient to the government, who are you know new, fresh, you know, finished schools that are set up by the current judicial minister and so on. So this is this is a one huge mess. Okay. And on top of that, on top of this mess that they created in the judicial system, on top of the mess that they uh, created within uh, within the constitutional tri- tribunal or court uh, that they wanted to, to control. They can't even control it because within the clique that they installed there, there's a conflict and it cannot even summon, you know, this this tri- uh, constitutional tribunal. So we're talking about, you know, profoundly incompetent people. I mean, people who really have no idea how to manage things. Uh, but they know about PR, though, and they know about how to flirt with the society. But that's that, I'm going to I'm going to speak about that maybe a little later now. We have this we have this mess, and now on top of all those things, this cascading failure, 
okay, within the judicial system. We're going to have this extra judicial body that is going to point their finger at, you know, Donald Tusk and going to say, like, you, Donald Tusk, are responsible for this or that, you know, and this was in the favor of Russians. And that was that. And, and then, you know, then, uh, sorry, not then, but now they come up with all kinds of their media syndicate. They come up with all kinds of video clips and short excerpts from his speeches where he, for example, I don't know, years and years ago, he would say something like, which was normal. Everybody would have said that at that time, like from in, in 2013, for example, or I don't know, 2010. Uh, uh, they would say, uh, Donald Tusk would say, Russia is Russia. We all see what Russia is like, and we have to be able to accept Russia as it is in order to, to, to be able to have some diplomacy. Like I'm quoting from memory, but this is more or less. Russia. He should you know, be banned for, for, from politics exactly. forever. So, <laughs> so he would say that, or his, his deputy prime minister, you know, in his government, same, same time period, some, around 2010, for example, would say, would say things like, what, what is your problem with Russian gas? Does it burn uh, in your gas stoves? It burns, right? So everything is okay. Like, what, what kind of problem do you have with it? And, and this is, of course, now, you know, presented as, like, treason and, and Of course, evil. because when it burns, you know, the fumes would, yeah. you know, Yeah, so, so this is, yeah, exactly. So, so that's, I, I, I brought up those... The, the kind of stories, the kind of video memes that they are trying to produce with uh, Donald Tusk or his uh, colleagues, you know, past record, in order to show you where is it all going? Where is it all going to be taken? Well, it's going to be taken exactly there. The point is not to solve anything. The point is not to, to actually discuss any kind of actual Russian influence that might have occurred. Although I don't really understand what, what, what kind of problem do they have with Russian influence, providing that they themselves are the most fervent agents of Western influence and Western meddling in, uh, in Polish politics. So the problem is not really the actual meddling. The problem is that we want to destroy or we, well, maybe not so much destroy even, but we want to create a lot of hype around how we attack our political enemies. And in fact, I want to tell you that this commission that they are trying to form extraordinary parliamentary commission with kind of investigative powers and stuff like that. This is something that is actually strengthening Donald Tusk as the leading figure of the opposition. And law and justice is doing it on purpose. Why? Because for as long as Donald Tusk remains the head of the Polish opposition, the uh, the leader of law and justice, the, the, the chairman of the state, as I like to call him here in Poland, Jaroslav Kaczynski, he can sit at home, watch TV, eat popcorn, drink Prosecco, and pet his cat, okay, because he doesn't have a family. Uh, and, and, and he, so, so that's... Oh, yeah, leader yeah. of the opposition that they want to keep them keep him there yeah because yeah. now the entire opposition is behind donald tusk right now every and, and that's very convenient for law and justice because if had there been anyone in the civic platform uh, more energetic younger i don't know more handsome smarter that's difficult in the civic platform but you know <laughs> you know had they had anyone like that then you know law and justice would actually have some kind of competition, right? Now there is no competition. I mean, there is no better opposition for law and justice than the current one. I mean, they are just failing every step of the way, you know, and, and they, they will boast, for example, about but, things. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You know what I was want, what I want to say that I absolutely love it because this is exactly what I said ever since this whole Russophobia craziness started, that you create the situation when Russia is the boogeyman that can be used against 
whatever enemy you may have at some point. And it can be used even against you. So you create this tool of manipulation, of smearing. And now I absolutely love it that this government is using the same tactics that have been used for such a long time of smearing people to smear the smearers themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's it's really uh, it's really ridiculous, and kind of comical, but also tragic. Had it not been about Poland, had it not been about the place which is my home, had it not been about you know the future of my children, I I would have I would be laughing at it. Honestly, I would just have the time of my life, you know, watching it and kind of. Uh, sort of you know, cheering for all the pathologies deepening. But no, I mean, the fact of the matter is it's very tragic because it's very detrimental to the political process in Poland. I mean, you really want to have, uh, you know, regardless of me not being a believer, I mean, I don't believe in all the, you know, liberal democratic uh, mantra, but I, I want to have, I want to see, you know, citizens taking part to the extent that it's possible in the political process. And I want to see them encouraged to do that. I want to see them... Uh, um, uh, kind of uh, empowered, you know, if you like. But uh, this, what, what is happening right now, is actually con contributing to, uh, to, the, to to a problem that I actually took up in a discussion with you weeks and weeks ago, when we were discussing the kind of the general framework of the Polish political scene. Is that instead of parties, instead of political camps, we now have churches, churches, like you know, or tribes. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, the, and there is no fluctuation. I mean, there is no way that they could communicate and they could, you know, for example, convince one another that this or that move would be wrong. Because the, the entire so-called public debate in Poland begins with, you know, some people from the opposition entering uh, an opposition media TV, say, studio, and they go like, okay, so what has law and justice government said yesterday or the day before yesterday, or I don't know, an hour ago? And then they would enter the studio, they would be invited, it would be presented, and they would go like, oh, fascist, 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 dictatorship, you know, democracy is dying. <laughs> no, that's, that, that, that's what happens. And then, you know, there's no discussion. There's no like, okay, but this is good, or this is bad, or this makes sense, or maybe we could support that if you amend it, or you know, no, nothing of the sort, right? No, absolutely not. And then, you know, you get the same uh, attitude from the, from the side of law and justice politicians, those who are most vocal, they go like, this is all in the interest of Germany, this is all in the interest of Russia, these are these people are traitors, they hate Poland, they hate the Polish nation, they are anti-Poles, they want to install all kinds of alien ideologies, they want to enforce it on you, they want to switch the gender of your children, you know, you can imagine more or less like the, the way it goes, right? And uh, in the final aftermath, you get this, uh, you, you get the following picture, now, elector, electoral political picture, it looks like this. Out of the 100% of the Polish people that are, um, that are you know, eligible to, to take political action, they are able to vote, they are able to be elected, they are able to take part in the public process, okay, in, in the public sphere. In, in the, you know, uh, out of those, 50% are completely uninterested. I mean, they, they are just, I, I'm talking about people who, who are completely uninterested in politics. They don't even understand what is the difference between the prime minister and president, uh, their competences. They don't know what their names are, when the elections are. They have never voted or voted once, maybe 10 years ago. They can't remember for whom. So those people, they don't read the papers. They, they just do whatever they do, right? Like they, they just go through everyday life without even sort of... Uh, uh, dedicating one minute of their attention uh, you know, to, to the public political matters. 
So the other 50% are interested, but they are interested, you know, some of them are potentially interested. Some of them are interested all the time. Some of them are like me. I'm a kind of news junkie. I read the news all the time, you know, but uh, for the last 10 years, or at least eight years since 2015, we've seen a clear pattern that has not changed. And the pattern is the follow the pattern or the structure, maybe I should say, is the following. Out of this 50% of people who vote and, you know, are interested in politics, out of them, out of this group, one third are stout supporters of law and justice. 25, 20 to 25% are stout supporters of the civic platform and the opposition in general, mm -hmm. and the opposition parties around civic platform in general. Mm -hmm. Around, uh, you, you know, another 10% is maybe people who are not sure, you know, they still are interested in the public cause, uh, but they are not sure in a sense that they don't, they are not careful enough, they don't read the papers, they don't, or they sometimes. Looks like the internet connection is... You know, they, they can barely repeat uh, some of the hot take. They are going to vote on the basis of what hypes them up in the... Unfortunately, the, the connection is, is not very good. So... Uh, we kind of lost you. Ah, uh, sorry. Okay, okay. And you heard. So we understand that there are those who are not very convinced. There are sometimes yeah, okay. they are. Yeah. Okay. So they are going to vote. They are going to vote. They are going to take political action on the basis of what hypes them up right before the action is supposed to be taken. For example, mm -hmm. right before mm -hmm. voting. Right. This is what they are going exactly. to do. And 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 the that's why we are basically thrown as the Polish public. We are thrown into one PR spin after another because this is this is the only way for them to somehow influence these ten percent of people. Okay, ten percent. I'm maybe fifteen. I'm not sure, but it's a smaller, significantly smaller amount. So they hope to be able to convince the the law. Oh, sorry, the civic platform is hoping to be able to convince those people to vote for them, and then twenty five percent plus, you know, ten fifteen. Then they will overwhelm law and justice, right? And then law and justice is hoping to get them on their side to finally get a constitutional majority like Orban and to finally, you know, set Poland free and, you know, be really... Uh, yes, exactly. Kind of, uh, but, yeah. but do you think the recent protests, because you had, the, again, I'm citing from the BBC, hundreds of thousands of protesters yeah. have gathered in Warsaw with one of the Poland's largest demonstrations, since the fall of communism, I thought the, the demonstration for abortion or yeah. what they were trying to do was the, the largest one. It seems like this one was even bigger. Most opposition parties have called on supporters to join the march against the Nationalist Law and Justice a Party led by Jaroslav Kaczynski. Among those attending are former Prime Minister Donald Tusk and former President Lech Walesa. So it seems like huge yeah. event. Well, yeah, superficially, when you look at it, superficially huge event, obviously, because we've had like 300, 400, 500,000 people. We don't know, like everybody is still speculating about it. The police said, I think, 2,500 thousand um or maybe 300 i'm not sure exactly but it could be everything beyond fifty thousand is a massive 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 super massive demonstration by polish standards okay and of course it wasn't bigger than the marches that were organized during uh the 
last days of October, I think, 2020, when this idiotic ban on abortions was introduced by the Constitutional Court uh, in Poland. Uh, but, you know, they are very technical about it because they want to present, of course, Donald Tusk as the heroic, mm -hmm. charismatic leader of the opposition. So, of course, that, that must have been the biggest, largest march. And, and when you ask them about it, I mean, not, not particularly the BBC reporters, they are just repeating what the local, you know, uh, local kind of, you know, journalists or, you know, media employees, maybe better said, uh, are, are, are mm, presenting with regards to that. But, but, you know, when, when they, when some journalists in Poland were confronted whether this was actually the largest demonstration, they get technical and they go like, oh, but the marches against uh, the ban on abortion, there were many, there were many. That's why, like, you know, <laughs> uh, in the aftermath, the amount of people was larger, but the single biggest demonstration was that one, you know, so they, they have to have this kind of, you know, you really have to go through all kinds of acrobatics okay. in order to, you know. It was kind of important since they managed to gather so many people. But the, no. the, the, the strange thing about Poland, Boyan, is that you have from time to time all these marches, very big, a lot of people come and then nothing. Because we discussed, and unfortunately we were not able to air that the particular recording where you pointed out that very, very positive things are happening now in Poland since the law and justice is uh, suggesting uh, an increase in child allowance from, I don't know, 120 euros to maybe 200 euros or even more. That is substantial. And even more important, elderly persons, so they would have access to free medication in Poland. That is huge. And children. And I would and dare say... From Hungary, Poland, Romania, Bulgaria, I think this is the first time in the past three decades that I'm hearing such positive things happening. So this yeah, is yeah. this well, is really the huge, you know, event I would say yeah. because I haven't heard and um, nobody. I think maybe Orban, but not even him. I mean, this is this is really something substantial and something. Serious, right? Yeah, look, uh, let, let's just first dismiss the, the demonstration and its meaning, okay? Because, the, I mean, of course, there is symbolic meaning uh, because many people have gathered, many people have come here, many people have demonstrated uh, their support for Donald Tusk. And, of course, this was also, to an extent, a reaction to, to, to forming of, of this commission, to the formation of this commission that we spoke about in the first part of the program. Uh, so uh, the... This demonstration was big and massive, but it did not generate any kind of traction because it basically proved what people have, all people interested in politics have already known about Poland in Poland, you know, uh, that is Donald Tusk has a lot of support. We know that. That's that's a, okay. Now we know that the civic platform has a lot has has I don't know access to many buses and they can drive them, uh, you know, to Warsaw and they have de and they can demonstrate. We know that Lech Walesa, the first so-called you know president of Free Poland, whatever, um, that he supports law. And, uh, sorry, he supports Donald Tusk. He, by the way, was booed out. You know, Lech Walesa was booed out during Lech the demo. Lech Walesa, but Lech Walesa, for instance, in Romania, is regarded like a 
like a saint you dare booing less violence oh yeah yeah and because he's very narcissistic and he started his speech that i am the most successful man in the last century i'm the most important man in the polish history that's how he speaks about himself really i mean with those words i have you know um <clears throat> i have uh, how, uh what's the words uh, I, i can't think of the exact word in english uh, that he uses in polish i have well for the lack of a better word i have abolished communism I have destroyed communism, you know, in Poland and Eastern Europe. I have led the Polish, the largest Polish union, Solidarność, Solidarity, whatever. I have like eight children, which he does have. That's true. Uh, I, you know, and, and he speaks about himself like uh, like an average Instagrammer or something that you can meet. You know, I cannot, I, I cannot, you know, obtain him. But I cannot, you know, pass. I mean, he has eight children, but I think the credit should be his wife, right? Because she was the one <laughs> that should be celebrated yeah okay okay Just, you know <laughs> i agree with you i agree with you on that yeah so anyway he was doing that he was talking about himself and then he was trying to say from the authority that he has described about his own authority said i call upon you to do this and that and they were finally going like go away go away you know like how much longer how much longer you know because he was speaking like all the narcissistic people they have this tendency to speak about themselves for hours so he was going like the 14th minute or something like that and people were not able to stand Anyway, it was very embarrassing for Donald Tusk as well. So anyway, and he even said while you know getting off the stage, he was like, oh, "Okay, if you don't want to listen, then I'll go." Like you know, I mean, we're talking to. About... Oh, but you, you, you know, you are throwing dirt against this. Lee very BBC very must have convinced. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, so, so he, but this is also very important. I'm telling you because in Romania, like when you speak of left Valenza, like sort of some sort of modern political Jesus Christ, I mean, he's, uh, you know, so you, know so you don't know about his, uh, because it was revealed a couple of years ago, um, by the way, and it was proven beyond, beyond doubt uh, that he used to be. Uh, in the in the 80s, actually starting from late 70s, he used to be a collaborator to the secret police in the People's Republic of Poland. So, just must so you know. have been forced because uh, you know <laughs> heroes <laughs> must have been forced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well let's let's drop that because Leif Wałęsa was just window dressing there. Uh, so. Look, the, the demonstration was massive and we know many people support Donald Tusk. But as I said in our previous program, I think it was one of my opening remarks, you know, 500,000 people, even 1 million people, if you like. Okay, there, there are there are, you know, figures in the opposition who claim that there was 1 million people and, you know, everything else is Russian propaganda. Okay, 1 million times zero content remains zero. Like this is just it. Like, you know, you got to be able to display some kind of alternative to law and justice in order to win. And the alternative, something that the leaders of the Polish opposition refuse to accept, has to be, has to mean I am a better candidate. I offer better political solutions. I offer better visions. I offer more inspiring political communication. Why, and their political communication, the opposition's, is the following. We reject, I mean, of course, they don't say that expresses verbis. They, they just, you know, this is the message they are conveying. Is we reject to, to accept 2015 elections results and all the subsequent elections. We reject it. It was some kind of incident. We don't know why. We are entitled 
to rule because we are the legend. We were, uh, you know, uh, ahead. Uh, we, we were at the, at the head of the movement that abolished communism in Poland and confronted the communists and organized the round table. We have the legend. We have the Gazeta Wyborcza with us, which is the Polish cheap version of the New York Times. We have, you know, we are the democracy. We brought in the democracy. We are, we are the, the, the kind of, you know, the essence of the modern Poland of the Third Polish Republic, as they like to refer to the Polish state after the People's Republic. So they, they think that they just have the title to rule Poland until the end of times. Now, now them, then they are children. It's like, and they, and those people are referred to as the democratic opposition. Okay. So that just, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they, they refuse to accept that some people. Again, the internet connection is, is bad. But... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh... Okay. Yes, you're back. Like, uh, not really. The the screen is still frozen of you being very. Okay, I'm I'm sorry about that. My internet connection today is not very good. Anyway, can you hear me loud and clear now? Now, okay, we can hear you loud and clear. Yes. yes. Okay, so so just just to finish my point, it's like the, they the Polish opposition they claim, uh, and that's their understanding that something pathological, profoundly pathological occurred back in 2015 and made, gave some people, some people, that's, that's how they, they speak about them, about their own compatriots, some people from the villages, from the, from the small towns, uh, from the suburbs, you know, from the province, it gave those people agency and they went and voted for law and justice and they should be quiet. They should stay in their, you know, in their little homes, in their poor neighborhoods. They should not be involved in the political process because they don't understand the legend. They don't understand the essence of democracy. They are not educated enough. They are too backward. What is it? This and, is a and crime. They vote, and they vote things like, you know, free medication for elderly people and yeah. child allowance. Who the fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, right? And this is something that law and justice understands, and it knows that it can only base its power on the support, on the popular support of the people. And what it does, and what it has understood over the course of, of their reign, you know, eight years now, uh, since 2015, what they have understood is that it's, you know, the social allowances, they are only the currency. What they are actually trading and they, they, they did not know that. They, they figured it out later. What they're actually trading is respect and dignity. They understood that by throwing money at the people, they convey the following message. You deserve it. You should be getting it. You're important. We are here to help you. You, you deserve our attention. You are the soul of this nation, you know. It doesn't matter that you didn't travel much. It doesn't matter that you don't speak foreign languages. It doesn't matter that you don't have PhD in liberal arts or whatever. It doesn't matter that you don't understand, you know, gender, 3000 genders and stuff like that. All of those, it's good that you go to church. It's good that you preserve, uh, you know, traditional values and all the rest of it. And this is the real actual empowerment. And the Polish opposition is mad at that, that they have made this class of frustrated 
deprived economically and in all kinds of other terms, people move and act politically and find a representation. Now we can discuss until the end, you know, until the cows come home, right? Whether this representation is actually, you know, a, a legit representation and stuff like that. But this is how they perceive it. And law and justice understands that. And law and justice empowers those people and gives them agency or is trying to pretend at least that it does it. Whereas the Polish opposition is spitting in their face all the time, insulting them, offending them, you know, talking all kinds of smack all the time in the TV studios uh, whenever they go. Like they, they, they just they, they cannot be one day without offending the base of law and justice. So the, the real struggle for the Polish opposition is not to take power in a kind of democratic way within the democratic, liberal democratic mechanism. Their goal is to force those people back into the trenches and to force those people to take their hats off and acknowledge the superiority of Donald Tusk and the kind of, you know, the, the, the blob around him. That's what, what, what it's all about. You know. Wow. Very democratic people, I yes. should say so, with very democratic instincts, yeah. <laughs> exceptional legends you have yes. there in Poland. Thank you so much for exposing this type of very, very interesting political landscape. And uh, I, I kind of envy you because not that much is happening in Romania, unfortunately, but, uh, but from what I get in, in Poland is spectacular. I mean, the anti-Russian commission that is, you know, put in place by the very people that should be the targets of uh, smears of being pro-Russian. It's very, very interesting. And now the protest and now the sole democratic civic platform that has very interesting ideas about democracy, inclusion and participation. Thank you so much, boy. And to the viewers, thank you so much for watching. Uh, you can subscribe. You can uh, contribute if you feel we deserve it, of course. Uh, well, what is patreon.com slash the barricade? I always forget you the, got it the this link. Time. But this yeah. Is, yeah, I got it this time. So this is where you can find us and uh, you can make a monthly subscription. We have a small community of donors. Thank you so much. And to the others, so share our content. Stay with us. We'll be back in the next segment of our show. This is it for now. Thank you. <laughs>